the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, good afternoon and welcome to Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron. Take 10 comes to you every week talking about a mental health-related issue, and we bat it around with our very special co-host, Dr. Jamie Heisman, Chief Compassion Officer for Project Omega at WellMed Medical Management. As Chief Compassion Officer, he brings his special brand of connective magic to the patient teleconnection platform. And we're delighted, as always, to have our co-host, Carol Zernial. Carol is Executive Director of the WellMed Charitable Foundation, past Chair of the Board of Directors of the National Council on Aging, She's a member of the Ray's Family Caregiving Advisory Council under the Federal Department of Health and Human Services. And let us kick it off, Dr. Jamie, with something that I think in the wake of the pandemic, although wake is probably the wrong word because it's still here, there are a whole lot of people who believe and are very concerned about getting sick. Some may call it hypochondria. Others may say, hey, look, if you think you're going to get sick, you will get sick. What's this all about? Well, Ron, this is actually a great topic for us to discuss, but we have to really delineate between what really is actual symptoms from an actual illness called COVID, let's say, and those long-term effects, which recently I think I read that at the bare minimum, 7% of the population that has COVID literally have long-term medical challenges. And I don't want to diminish that in this conversation. That's about, what, 13 to 16 million. But the group that I think you're looking at is the group that really is has hyper anxiety issues, basically, where they felt that, you know, the anxiety around COVID-19 truly affected their medical health. And it becomes somewhat of an irrational, obsessive fear that a person has literally a serious medical issue when they actually do not. Someone had said to me when it comes to some kinds of medical issues or problems, let's take seniors who fall that if you worry about it and think you're going to fall, you will fall. If you worry about and think you're going to get sick, do you get sick? Yes. The answer is it's a phenomenon that happens in psychological and the medical world. Um, and it can be termed the self-fulfilling prophecy, right? That if things happen the way our mind happens, let's face it, our thoughts, and I'm sure Carol knows this from working with caregivers and, and so many people in her illustrious career that our thoughts can create our actions, which can create trends, which unfortunately can create even political beliefs, but it all begins in our thoughts. So our thoughts, if they're there and they're negative thoughts or they're fearful thoughts or they're anxiety driven thoughts, no question about it that they can drive the fact that we have a particular illness and we start getting in this sort of like cycle of um, decompensation. We take less care of ourselves Maybe we go in and out looking for diagnoses, but almost a self-fulfilling prophecy, whether it's that illness that is the one we're concentrating on or another one, it can create a medical illness. And can you project that on others? Take a caregiver who is concerned that the person they're caring for will get sick. 
will get COVID, will have other issues. Can you project that feeling? Well, actually, it all depends. That's a great question. I think um, as we talked, I think in a couple of radio shows ago, Carol was talking about resilience. Would one feel something? Uh, People are not monolithic, right? So, yeah, I think if a person's fearful, anxiety-driven, uh, it could be a carry or a caregiver, but let's say in your case, you're talking about a carry. They surely can be, how do I say this? Um, they certainly can be susceptible to the contagion of the caregiver's anxiety. So they too feel that way and they will maybe adjust to that. If they don't have good, good enough self-esteem, and even when you're ill, you can have self-esteem or good enough feet in the ground, they too can be that way. But it's hard to project that on somebody who knows themselves, who's taking care of their mind, their bodies, their spirit, and who are grounded. Well, so it would, I'm curious, um, you know, on my mother, for example, was a great believer in mind over the body and, and sort of that, that, that power. Does it work in, re- does it work the other direction? Um, is a feeling that you are healthier than maybe your medical records show, um, you know, can you improve your health by positive thinking and thinking your way out of it as well. Oh, well, I totally agree with that premise. And, you know, let's face it, when we have anxiety or stress, we're going to drive the inflammation in our body, you know, off the scope, right? Uh, our bodies can adjust. Cortisol, which is the, the kind of the hormone that comes from that anxiety response, can create great inflammation. You know, like in your case that you're talking about with your mom, mind over body, I totally agree that if we're not anxious, we're not stressed, cortisol levels are not running rampant, um, we can affect a disease that we currently have. I mean, let's face it, we've seen many examples where people with cancer, for instance, have been that resilient person, gone through chemo, somehow come on the other end, and the mind has been the prevailing issue in terms of them getting well. But then I must admit, they need to be around people who also are like-minded like that too, Carol. They can't be around negative people. But yes, the mind can do that. And part of what we're talking about, by the way, if you've just joined us, you're listening to Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Carol Zerniel and Dr. Jamie Heisman. Uh, On the other hand, uh, the old line, uh, you know, if you're paranoid, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean you're not being followed. Just because you're a hypochondriac, doesn't mean you're not sick. True that. I mean, you can well be. And it could be other things, right? And it may be something much more minimal. You know, Ron, we said we're more out of control. We get more controlling in our lives, right? So we, we can, you know, absolutely, you know, in our minds get sick. And it feels it helps us in control. We can be a victim. And in that sense, get more of the attention towards us too. Does that make some sense? Yes. Uh, and in those cases... Uh, is talk therapy the direction you ought to go in? I think so. Cognitive behavioral therapy allows us to reframe. I think you have somebody who's safe, you have a therapeutic bond with, you go on an ongoing basis, you'll be more likely to listen to them. The fear, which is false evidence appearing real is the acronym, can be reflected back to you. So the cough that you have can be really looked at and you kind of see it's it's not lung cancer or let's say, you know, going to a lot of doctor visits is, is not going to create the, the particular disease. So I, I definitely believe a safe place with a safe person that can peel the onion, the layers around you of fear can make a huge difference. So I've got a follow-up question. Lots of caregivers um, have to go to medical appointments and sometimes they get the feeling 
that maybe the medical professional is dismissing their loved one. Their loved one's older, their loved one's frail. And so it's just old age. No, there's nothing unusual going on and they don't feel like they're being heard. So how can, how can we as caregivers um, get that relationship with that physician so that maybe we're a little paranoid and he knows, and the physician knows that, but how do we develop that relationship of trust? If maybe we're a little bit unreliable or um, this time, you know, it's like crying wolf, uh, but this time we really mean it. You know, the therapeutic bond has to be there with anybody. And we're teaching this at WellMed now with this demo project. We have autonomic safety. I truly believe caregivers are wonderful historians and maybe sometimes even better historians. I don't believe a doctor should stare at them and get the information. I think they need to show the respect to the, the caree and make sure they're always talking to them. But to some extent, Carol, and you and I both would agree, they may be right in some occasions. And so a transformative tool we use at WellMed, which is the four agreements, right? Be impeccable with your word. Don't take things personal uh, and don't assume and do your best is important because I think a caregiver needs to be bonded, connected, be consistent in the relationship with the doctor, but ask every question they humanly can answer without assuming until they get to that right place. That's called advocacy. That's called love. That's called consistency. And for the caregiver and or the care recipient who's struggling with this fear of getting sick, who do they talk to? That's an important one, Ron, to look at. First of all, it's about emotional self-regulation. They themselves have to get themselves in order. And to do that, there's a lot of breath work, there's yoga, there's meditation, there's things they can do. I would go to a caregiver SOS and, and have a wonderful group of supportive people around you to reflect back to you. These are things you can do out of the box for yourself. I would not look at psychopharmacological interventions first, like, uh, you know, Valium or Xanax, of course. This is anxiety. But I think we have a great role in actually reducing our anxiety. And I think we should take it. I'll stop you right there, Dr. Jamie. Thank you. Carol Zerniel, thank you. I'm Ron Aaron. Thanks for joining us on Take 10. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.